Happy New Year's campers! We made it to another year and it's time for us to plan some new adventures. So far I have one adventure coming up real soon which is going to be really fun and nostalgic for us but I'm not sure if you all know this or not but we are about two episodes away from releasing our 100th episode. Hmm. Isn't that exciting? That's very exciting. I can't believe we have 100 episodes. I mean maybe y'all haven't listened to all of them but the potential is out there. So if you have an episode idea that you want to hear, please let me know and we can try to make it happen. I have an idea, but if anybody has anything that they want to say out in podcast land, then let me know because I'd love to hear it. And maybe, like I said, we'll make it happen. And once again, I'm your host, Dylan. And if you forgot what you're listening to, you're listening to the newest episode of Campfire Adventures. So we decided to revisit our local mission, San Luis Rey Mission. And I'm going to share the story with a few of our day one listeners and live audience members. So we got Patrice. Yay, yay. We got Jay Dizzy. Yeah! As always, I'm sorry for Jay Dizzy. <laughs> we have Lori. Hello. And of course, the boys. They're all here to be our live audience. So thank you all for being here. I appreciate it. And then everybody out there in podcast land for listening. I appreciate you too. And I think with all that said, I'm ready to tell you the story. So it's time for us to grab a drink. We're chilling around the portable campfire, hoping it doesn't rain. But I also like a little bit of rain, so I'm not mad about it. And it's time for us to get into this week's episode. For this week's episode, I really wanted to pick a place that we can go visit, you know, but for some reason I kept coming back to the story and I actually wanted to cover this topic on the road trip. And so I kept coming back to it, but I kept reading multiple stories, like I was saying about paranormal specters, haunted buildings, but they just didn't seem to give me the vibe that I was looking for. And so I decided to just go with the one that I was going to tell on the road trip, but never happened. So we're making it happen today. So living here out in California, we're lucky enough to be close to so many different environments. Like we have mountains, we have a coastline that offers beach access, which is one of my favorite parts about living here. And then of course we have the deserts as well. And I might be missing some things, but I'm doing the best I can with what I got. And it's only the second day in the new years and I'm pretty sure that I forgot how to speak English. So that makes for fun storytelling on a podcast. But anyway, I believe in us. So. As I was saying, there's so many different places to explore and experience, and honestly, a lot of them are riddled with paranormal activity and experiences. And one of these places is known as the Santa Lucia Mountains. It's a mountain range between Monterey and San Luis Obispo, California. It has over 15 different mountain peaks that exceed a 4,000 feet elevation. So it's friggin' pretty huge, at least to me. And to make it even cooler, this mountain range is the home to some of the critically endangered California condors. And since I'm gonna mention this real quick, while we're celebrating on New Year's Eve, can we just save the animals? Like, could we just do that for once? Okay, cool, that's the end of that rant. But back to the story. So this bird calls this protected environment its home. And on top of that, we can even camp here if we decided that we wanted to which I feel like we do want to, but let's cover the story first and then we'll see if we really are or not. So it all sounds pretty perfect to me, right? Well, actually, there are more than just condors that call this place home. 
There's a cryptid, and they usually live along the mountain range, and sometimes they're at the very tops of the peaks on the mountains, or just along the hillsides. They appear and wait for travelers to come up and hike the mountains. Usually, they only make themselves visible in the early hours of dawn, in the middle of the afternoon. Well, I'm basically to cover all their bases. They also appear in the wee hours of dusk. <laughs> so anytime there's a potential to see these things. And now you're probably wondering, well, who the heck are we talking about? And no, it's not the condors, although I'm pretty sure that they travel up and down the mountains themselves. But I'm talking about a mysterious cryptid known as the Dark Watchers. Now, I say mysterious because no one actually knows what they want. They don't know where they come from. And we don't even know if they're truly dangerous or not. And according to the articles that I dug into, their appearance is similar to that of the hat man. I don't know if you guys remember that episode at all. I think we kind of did it. We were talking about shadow people. Okay, so we have an episode about the hat man. It's pretty interesting, so check it out. But basically the dark watchers are a shadowy figure resembling the image of a man in a trench coat with a wide brimmed hat. Now you can't make out any facial features. All you can see is this shadowy silhouette. And this image is the dark watchers. One more distinguishing feature is that they can be as tall as 7 to 15 feet. It just ranges in that. I mean, sources were just kind of varied on that detail, but yeah. So these dudes live in the mountains, and they are waiting patiently for a hiker to cross their path. Now, would you really want to cross their path? Yes. You do? Yeah, why not? Okay, well, let me tell you a little bit more. So I'm not 100% sure that I do, but apparently Patrice is down for the cause. So the stories of these cryptids have been told since the 1700s. And a lot of speculation arises that these cryptids have a connection to the Native American tribes that used to live there. But no one's actually found any concrete evidence to tie like a folklore with the history of the land, right? However, when American settlers started to move into the area, they wrote about back in the day, such and such happened, like claims that there was a shadowy figure who waited at the top of the mountains and watched as travelers would make their way around it, right? And so the question I asked earlier was, should we be scared of these cryptids? Like, do we want to cross their paths? Well, according to the stories that were shared so long ago, if you notice these beings watching you, the best thing to do is to turn around and head back down the mountain, like immediately. Now, for those of you like Patrice, Hi. who might not fear these shadow creatures, it's said that getting closer to a dark watcher will surely lead to your disappearance. Hmm. Now, I tried to read up more and more about this, but I could only find so much information. And basically, these dark watchers stay on the mountains only to make themselves shown to travelers who don't have much technology around them. And then they just appear and like they kind of like lord over like the mountaintops and look down on you as you're like walking, right? That's yeah. the goal. Those guys sound cool. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the goal is like the travelers they're looking for, like I say, they don't have a lot of technology and they just stand there and they watch you. And if you continue to walk past them and turn your back, that's when they attack. But no one's ever seen them strike. No one knows how they attack. And no one's ever seen them move because they're just watching you. That's why they got that name, the Dark Watcher. So like I said, no one has any true answers about the tales of this creature. The only thing that we know is that people just keep talking about these creatures known as the Dark Watchers in the Santa Lucia Mountains. Now, just like every other cryptid out there, these ones also have their own skeptics. There's no physical or scientific evidence to prove that these shadow beings exist. But one possible explanation is a phenomenon called the pareidolia. And an explanation for this phenomenon is 
brought to you by Webster's. So it goes a little something like this. Um, basically, the word means uh, having the tendency to perceive a specific, often meaningful image in a random and ambiguous visual pattern. So a lot of skeptics like to say that maybe there's a lack of oxygen for being so high up the mountain that people just start to make images out of like looking up, you know, especially looking up into the sky and like into the light. So people are saying that their minds are playing tricks on them and that there's really no shadow creature there. But multiple run-ins with them are possible because people are just all seeing something in the peripheral visions of the eye, right? right? And they also say being in the sun so long plays tricks on your mind as well. And so that's how people are seeing these shadow-like creatures watching them. So are the shadow cryptids that we know as the Dark Watchers really out there? Well, that might remain a mystery for some time. But I do know that a story that's been shared for over 300 years has to have more than just mystery connected to it. Maybe we just have to go camp there ourselves and figure out the truth. So if you're down for the cause, let me know. Patrice is already down. I don't know if we can get the rest of the group involved, but we're down for it. But I guess with all that said, we're actually at the end of another episode. It's a short one, but I thought it was super interesting. And actually, this is a story that I wanted to share when we got back to California. It was the story of the Dark Watchers, because I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, we're going to have to travel out to the St. Lucia Mountains to go visit them. And I do want to do more and more detail about shadow people, because there's a whole phenomena that they just exist in like part of our universe. And we just don't know. So the Hat Man, that was one of the main villainous versions of shadow people who was like out to hunt people. And then we have the Dark Watchers that hang out at the top of the mountains. Like, I wonder if shadow people are really real, if they have like their own uh, civilizations kind of thing. Like, so mountain versions, you know, <laughs> like city versions, like the Hat Man. So I don't know. It's a pretty interesting like thing to think about because, you know, cryptids are cool and cryptids have their own lives. Also, like Bigfoot, how he has like a million different cousins that live in different parts of the world. They got kids to feed. They say that they're shadow kids. Hell yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. There's shadow phenomenons all around. So, shadow phenomena is going to be one of the next couple podcasts that we get into. So, I could talk to you about this more. But, in terms of the Dark Watchers, you got to go to the St. Lucia Mountains. It is protected with a national park as well. So, that's pretty nice. And then also, I mean, if you can see a wild condor, then that's cool because they are super critically endangered. So I think there's only about 500 left. And then I also heard, you know, with the giant fires that were happening, that a good portion of the population was Dunskis. So I hope that you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed sharing it for, with you and uh, completing you know, another road trip episode that I wanted to share that I didn't get a chance to. But I hope you enjoyed it. Short but sweet, but it is the new year and I am still learning English as you could tell. So I hope that you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening, guys. And I'm going to post some pictures of our adventures in the San Luis Rey mission. And then you'll see that on our Instagram and Facebook at Campfire Adventures Podcasts. We're going to have our source material, pictures of the Dark Watchers on the website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And I guess with all that said, I hope you have a good morning or good evening whenever you listen to this episode. And all right. Bye. 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 I've seen one. What do you mean you've seen one? And you're just telling us this at the end of the episode? Well, because I didn't want to just start talking and then you're like, hold up, this doesn't fit in with my vibe. Say it, say it. So, as I've been listening to your story, I have seen one. So, I, as you know, I used to live at the Presidio apartment complex. Wait, a shadow person? Or yes. A dark oh, okay, a shadow person. Yeah. This is a preview of our next episode. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm... 
walking down the hallway, you know, my hallway was here, kitchen is here. Mm -hmm. I am like facing this way and out of the corner of my eye, I see a figure walking this way. Total silhouette of a person mm -hmm. walking like a, into the kitchen. So I'm walking this way, it's going that way. I just assumed it was Diamond. So I start talking to him because I just turned like this and I'd start talking like, hey, start cleaning up, we're gonna go to the... And then I was like, why are you answering me? Blah, blah, Cause I could, I thought he was walking this way. Mm -hmm. And then um, Diamond's voice came up from the background and he was like, what, what? It turns out he was in the far back room with TJ and it was just the three of us home at the time. They were both in the back room. And I was like, who the hell did I just see walking through the kitchen? Oh, that's creepy. So I went back in my mind's eye, in my memory, trying to like reconfigure what, and why I thought I saw him and why I was talking to it, thinking it was him. And it really was just like a shadow of a male figure walking right through the kitchen. Mm. Like pretty, Detailed, so it's not like a some, like a blob. It's, yeah, you know. Well, arms, that's shoulders, neck. Yeah, some shadow people have more detail. So like the Hat Man, he had a lot more detail to him. He had red eyes. He had different features. And then the Dark Watchers, I think maybe just because they're so high up, it's only just a silhouette, like no facial features, no eye color recognition. But I have heard that there are women and men and children shadow people, right? And you can only see them in the corner of your eye if you try to like refix like your vision you can't see them yeah. but that goes into like the whole different dimension aspect of their like reality so it's like the way that you move your eyes you know and like they say that it might be time travelers like that you only see a glimpse of them but it's just crazy like how much more in depth that the story goes mm -hmm. so it's interesting to hear that you've actually experienced it and not only that but you remember the story that i told you many years ago of that security guard that came to my mm -hmm. house he told me that i would see them Really? He told me that he said that he knew that I could see them out of the peripheral vision of my eye. And uh, I was just kind of scared, so I didn't agree or disagree, but I was like, oh, Beep. Well, here you go. Yeah. An exclusive for Campfire Adventures. Well, thanks, Lori. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.